Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Juan Martinez, Dr. Love on This Is Real. And Stephanie Rave. And Steph, let me tell you something. The shows have been rocking. Yeah, we're so glad. We're already, we're in April. Man, this is exciting. We've been going for so many weeks with so many guests, so many awesome topics, and it's just such a blessing to be able to do it week after week. I'm loving it. You know, I don't know why so many people are so critical uh, about the church and stuff. There's just this remnant of the church. Mm -hmm. There's the church, the ones who are followers of Christ, who are just super exciting to just you know to know the width the depth of god's love by meeting all yeah. these different people yeah and then through the radio through podcast youtube whatever yeah. you guys get to encounter them and reach and, and yeah, you know, hear from them too so it's awesome and you know some of the exciting things i think we're going back into the prisons here soon yes uh we have this alaska thing where we're covering all of the prisons over there. I think there's 12, 4,997 inmates. Inmates, yeah. Uh, and 85% of them are substance abuse. And we get to go out there and uh, do these incredible things. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's exciting. And yeah. so thank you to everybody who's partnered with that. Yeah, shout and out to everyone yeah. who partners, who makes this show possible, who uh, sends us letters or leaves us comments on YouTube or, you know, just yeah. encourages us and let us lets us know that, you know, that they received something or that they, you know, really could relate to it because that's what it's all about. This is real. Yeah, and keep us in prayer, man, as we continue to embark on the journey. Yeah. You know, I feel like... <laughs> Doors uh, keep opening they keep and we're opening. not even, you know... Um, they just keep opening. We're, you know, different times now in mm -hmm. Dallas. You know, mm -hmm. we have multiple times now yeah. in Dallas. Um, um, and uh, Austin, and I think we just got, you know, Colorado, Oregon, just all the stuff mm -hmm. coming in that we're not, we're not sure yeah. if it's going to happen, but we definitely could use the prayer because yeah. it's a little bit sometimes overwhelming, but, you know, it's just so we're, much. We're modifying the studio. Modifying we're trying to bring studio. in better, you know, uh, quality for you Come guys. On. So thank you to everyone who makes it possible, who partners yeah. um, and who gives towards it. Cause Writing letters, mm -hmm. our YouTube channel, This Is Real, a podcast uh this is real just all of that has been just incredible so thank you to all who like subscribe and hit the little notification bell okay. right that's come on i finally got it, it only took me months months you know, no hey, it was only like a month i think you know hey that's when you start realizing you're getting older you know when you when you when you got to ask like hey yeah. what's this button i'm like no why does a little bell keep popping up yes man i'm telling you guys you might think that you're never gonna hit that but no. it happens you know, it just happened to me the other day where I was like, dang, I'm that guy now. <laughs> I'm like, no, uh, I want to stay in the knowing, yeah, you know? Yeah. I like it, it because yeah, you always think that I'm the young one, too. And then I had that because you're like, yeah, Stephanie, don't you do, you know, aren't you a TikToker and all this? And I was like, yeah. no, I don't have one. Yeah, I thought you were. I, I, you know, I could have <laughs> like, swore no. you were a TikToker. <laughs> uh -uh. And uh, let me tell you something. I'm excited about who um, we have today. Our guest is just incredible. Mm -hmm. um, he has a book. What's the name of the book? The book is called God's Invitation to You, and it's um, the the from passive Christian to active Christian. So that's oh, come on. That's kind of like the journey that it come takes, on. and we're excited about it. Yeah, I'm it. excited about it. And before I bring him on, let me tell you what this book does. Mm -hmm. You know, it has personal testimony to help you rise above apathy, inconsistency. Oh, do we need that in life? <laughs> uh, instability, insecurity, and compromise. As you read this book, you will be inspired to evangelize with boldness. I like it already. Receive breakthrough in your struggle with sin. Come on. Learn the spiritual art of self-examination. Find the keys. Come on, because the mm -hmm. keys... Come on, the keys let you know that we've overcome. Yeah. You know, it says the evil will, the gates of hell will not prevail. Mm -hmm. Come on, because we have the keys. Find the keys to overcome apathy and doubt and be confronted on ego and selfishness and more. Yeah. Jesus is calling you to truly carry your cross. Follow him 
and with him transform the nations. It's time to finally respond to God's invitation to that. you. Mm-hmm. With us today, we have Matt, Matt Cruz. Cruz. Come on, Matt. What's up, man? How's it going? I'm excited to be with you all. Man, I'm excited. You know, the show is called This Is Real, so don't hold back. You know, <laughs> I'm sure you won't because here you're you're basically sharing that you, and as I've seen your videos, you know, big shout out to how you are, it seems you're so bold for a guy that says, you know, how to overcome and be bold. You're like thinking, well, wasn't, was he not yeah. bold? Well, you it know? must come easy to him. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. Does it come easy for you or what? You know, definitely with the Holy Spirit, when he empowers you, he enables you to do what you can't on your own. You know, so he helps you minister for the Lord beyond your natural capability. So, you know, the Bible says not by might, not by power, Come but on. by my spirit. So it's definitely the Holy Ghost that, that does it. That's hey, so cool. And let me tell you something. In times like this, you know, um, obviously, what has God been saying to you? Uh, Matt Cruz, because I see you building a studio. I see you doing all those things. So obviously you're preparing to start. Right. You'll be releasing these words. What is a word you feel for a time such as this that is needs to be released through the airwaves to all who are listening uh, from a Matt, evangelist Matt Cruz? Absolutely. That now is the day of salvation. You know, I feel in my heart just an urgency to preach. <clears throat> you know, Paul said, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, you know, so you know, I often tell people a man drowning in a river needs to be saved right now, not tomorrow, not mm-hmm. next week, not next month. Wow. So I feel such an urgency in my heart that there's people on their way to hell and they don't know who Jesus is. You know, they're living a different lifestyle. They're going down the wrong road. But Jesus is the only way to eternal life. He's the door to everlasting life. And so I want people to taste and see that he's Ooh. good you know, experience him for who he is and make him the king of their heart. You know, he's the king of glory. He's the king of kings. He's the king of saints, the king of Jews. And, uh, and man, he wants to be known. He wants to be, uh, he wants to be trusted. He wants people just to put their all, put their trust in him and let him guide them and guard them. So my heart, man, is for people to have an encounter with Jesus and, and, uh, and just, man, let him sit in the driver's seat of their life. Come on. So for those that um, are listening, maybe they've never heard of you before. Tell us a little bit about uh, who you are. You know, how how was your your childhood or, you know, because you're young. So, you know, I mean, there's this thing, right, that most people say, oh, you know, you got to live your life. That's, you know, Jesus is for (laughs) old people, you know, and here you have this. I mean, well, it's not swag. The drip, you know, he's got the drip. He's handsome young man. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And and you are passionate about the things of Jesus. So what do you say to that guy that's like, you know, before you start telling them what Stephanie asked I just want to know you got me kind of fired up you can't start like you know taste and see and all that and all of a sudden I'm like I'm trying to taste you know what you're what you're spitting now here's the thing what do you say to that guy that he's like oh you know I don't know you know he's he's trying to live quote-unquote his life I'm gonna do my thing I'm gonna do my thing then I'll come back then I'll get with you old folks Mm -hmm. at the church because you're young (laughs) come on well I would say this you know when you uh, when you encounter Jesus, you cannot deny Jesus. You know, when you see him, you can't stay the same. So there's a void in our heart that was created for him to fill. Only mm-hmm. he can fill that void. And I would say, man, let Jesus fill it. You know, you're, you're never going to experience true joy, true love, true peace with doing everything in the world other than letting God have his way in your heart. So, man, I think, you know, go ahead. I, my dad always tells me, you know, I advise you to try Jesus. If you don't like him, the devil will always take you back. You know, <laughs> give him a try. Give yeah. Jesus a try and let him prove that he is who he says he is. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He sits high, yet he looks low. You know, there's nothing that we can, that we will 
uh, there's nothing that we can confess to him to make him love us any less. Wow. You know, we're, we're never too broken for God to fix. We're never too lost for God to save. You know, we're never too guilty for God to forgive us. He's the only one who could forgive us of our sins as if we'd never done them, as if that was never the person we were when we committed those sins. So I'll say, give Jesus a try, man. He's better than anything Come you've on. ever, you know, tried before. I mean, Jesus is the best thing that has ever happened to me. And the greatest joy you could ever experience is surrendering your all to him. I love it. I love it because, you know, that I think that the word we declared at Get Rap Church this year was, you know, I felt like the Lord was telling me, you know, he had me read Psalms 34 and, you know, here David is bragging, 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 you know, God, 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 he's just bragging. And then he's like, yo, you taste and see that he's good, you know, like, don't take my word for it. You taste and see. And uh, I feel like that's where God is with his people today. You know, there's mm -hmm. just a lot of people that kind of hang around Jesus, but really haven't invited him in, you know. And I, mm -hmm. I, I personally feel like this is a time where he wants us to everybody to taste and see, you know, because there's one thing I could tell you about cheesecake all day long. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I just, you know, I just got super excited because I found out he has uh, his uh, Puerto Rican background. Oh, yeah, yeah, Come yeah. on. And uh, <laughs> I could tell you about penira, arroz con andule all day long. But until you taste it, you won't be able to see yeah. <laughs> you Come just on. know about it, mm -hmm. but you won't be able to see. And God wants us to see. He wants us mm -hmm. to see what heaven is declaring. He wants us to see what heaven is saying. He wants us to yeah. see, you know, all of these things. And I feel like that's really important. You and know, I, it's really important. I love that it's an invitation. And that's, you know, happens to be the He's inviting part of your, your, your I book. Because, you know, you can. You can experience all of these things. And sometimes I feel like uh, people perceive God as like, you know, this ruler and this thing where yeah. they're, he's, My life you know, is over. demanding things. And it's like, no, his gift of salvation and all of this is an invitation. Like, when nobody is walking around talking about like, oh, did you hear, you so know, good. this and this is going on, but you didn't get invited, right? So yeah, you're just yeah. like, hold on. Mm -hmm. But no, like Jesus has this invitation invitation for you yeah and we all get excited so come good. on when somebody talks about something good like he was talking about some cheesecake or you know this this mm. hot you know restaurant or this or that they're like well you know i got the invitation or what's yeah. the vip right the VIP. you know what i mean and so it's like that's that's what we experience and what we get to share because we experience that invitation for people to have that relationship with jesus so. yeah the only people that get excited <laughs> are the people who've tasted the cheesecake yeah the other people <laughs> are still like i don't know you know yeah. but the ones who have tasted they're like cheesecake bro where yeah. <laughs> you know the people yeah. who, who, who didn't get the invite, they're like, I didn't really hear it was and, cool. Like, yeah, yeah, Bruh. until you taste. <laughs> yeah. And so, hey, tell us a little bit about your story. You know, I want to know a little bit about the background because, you know, we're going to talk about the book. We're going to obviously uh, I see you always, you know, with this fiery message, you know, with the fire shut up in your bones. You know, I see you uh, bringing uh, dead things to life. You know, so I know the power of God is resting on the inside of you. Now, what is it that um you know how did this start mm -hmm. like what uh, well, ignited yeah what ignited this thing because you said at one time you have always been around the church but something when you made him lord of your life how did that happen what happened mm -hmm. yeah i was uh so i'm a pk i'm a pastor's kid i'm the youngest of five i come from a family of preachers come on you know so uh i was born and raised in the church i remember at four years mm. old i got baptized i was quoting and memorizing a hundred scriptures my pastor was letting me uh close out every service with the wow. benediction and as I got older, you know, my brothers, they all preached, uh, all my siblings, and they'd be up there full of passion, full of power, just, you know, preaching the word. And yeah. uh, they would ask me to preach. And all of a sudden, I just remember, you know, as I got older in my teenage years, um, <laughs> I felt this timidity, man. I felt so inadequate. I felt unqualified. I wow. felt so shy. 
you know, I felt like this wasn't for me. It's out of my comfort zone. And so I told my parents, I said, I love God, but you know, I don't think you'll ever see me preach. I feel like that's not my thing. Mm -hmm. And so as I got older, uh, in my junior year of high school, I was involved in law enforcement. Uh, really? I was like a cadet. It was like a volunteer program. So I was okay. learning about, you know, law enforcement and I had this passion for it. I remember, you know, in a nutshell, I turned 18 and I became a CSO officer at this police department in my town. Wow. So I ended up working for the police. Uh, I ended up resigning after a year, wanting to listen to the Marines, like my oldest brother. Yeah. And I moved to Florida to become a cop. So I had everything planned out. Wow. Right before I was about to go off to boot camp, I had a radical encounter with the power in the presence of the Holy Spirit in the basement of my home. Mm. And nobody laid hands on me. It was just me and God. And he got a hold of me and, you know, said, you're going to enlist into my military. You know, the wow. plans I have for you are greater than the plans you have for yourself. Come on. And in that moment, man, when I had that encounter, I felt this holy boldness, this courage, mm. this fire, just be ignited in my heart to preach the gospel, to do exactly what I thought I would never do. Come on. And so after that, I remember just going out in the streets. I was going out in Walmarts. I was going out in grocery stores and I would just <laughs> preach Jesus to everybody I came across. And I was just, you know, letting people know, hey, listen, Jesus is, he's amazing and you need to know him. Yeah. You need to know him. Yeah. And so, man, that was my life. I, I think, you know, I claimed to be saved, but Jesus was never Lord of my life. I Come claimed on. to be a Christian, but I denied him by my actions. Mm. I was never caught up too much. I, I would say it like this. I had enough of God in my life not to enjoy the world, but I also had enough of the world in my life not to enjoy God. I was going through the motions of Christianity and just riding the fence. I was halfway in, but I want to just let somebody listening to this today know that if you're halfway in, you're all the way out. You know, the gospel's free, but it requires those who follow Christ to lose their life so that he may live in them instead. You know, you know, so I grew up in the church my whole life and I just found myself merely going to the motions of Christianity, wow. having no devotion life, no prayer life, no mm. passion. You know, I was only a Christian on Sunday morning, mm, not throughout Lord. the week. And, you know, I think, Pastor, that, that's many people, man. They, they come to Jesus thinking that it's enough to believe, to stand on the mm. sidelines and root for him. But yeah. he isn't looking for cheerleaders. Mm -mm. You know, he's seeking men and women who will follow him no matter what it costs them. He's looking for radical devotion, unreasonable commitment, and undivided attention. You know, so, so Jesus good. isn't looking for church doors. He's looking for disciples. And when I figured that out and I had that revelation, that encounter, wow. I moved yeah. into everything God had for me. How old were you? It's like the draft, you know? How old were you when that happened? <laughs> I was 19 at the time when I had that 19. encounter. 19. So now all of a sudden, boom, you're like, whoa. What is what you, Your family's thinking you, they got excited, right? Because they're thinking all you're they going to go become a cop, like, all that. They're like, God. They're praying. They're probably praying in the yeah. yeah. They're like, please, Father, Lord. bring him back. <laughs> You're like a cop yeah. is good, Dad. Oh Lord. man, I have praying parents, you know. So I'm I'm a product of prayer, you know. When you pray, it 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 opens a door for God's power to manifest, and, mm -hmm. and it sure did. He got a hold of me, and and uh, just started going out and just full of boldness, preaching the gospel, and it resulted in so many Muslims and atheists. Wow. Uh, getting saved and bodies being healed. I mean, it was just incredible. I would take out my phone. I would film the testimonies live. Wow. I had no idea that these videos were just going to reach millions and millions of people. Uh, and that's where it all started. You know, mm -hmm. so God, he allowed exposure to come from social media. On, on, it started on Facebook for me. And, and then from there, he just opened doors and no man can shut. And I, I've been running mm -hmm. after him ever since. You know, so cool. uh, the, the, the highlight, yeah. the highlight is that I love how, you know, because 
you know, often you see you see the lady uh, even who was who was bent, you know, in scripture, and she, uh, you know, for like 17, 18 years or something like that, she's she's not healed until she meets Jesus. Although she was still going to the synagogue, mm -hmm. you know, she was mm -hmm. still around church folks. She was still, but she didn't meet Jesus. And it's interesting because Stephanie, you have a very similar story. Yeah. Uh, now that you know, I'm hearing his story. <laughs> I'm like, that's Stephanie, you know, um, because um, th there was something that happened to you. You know, uh, when 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 you had this encounter um, that you probably could have had before, but you 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 know for some reason it didn't happen. So you know, I, I think sometimes we hear what well, most people call radical. Jesus just called followers, right? Mm -hmm. He didn't mm -hmm. really like you know because they're just followers of Christ. Those guys, you never see him going like but Peter. That was yeah. pretty incredible. Like mm -hmm. no, like. When you have Jesus inside of you, it's automatic. Yeah. Like, it's automatic. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like even in my own personal life, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. uh, Jonah got spit out of the mouth of the whale. I got spit out of the mouth of the jail, and I have not stopped running mm -hmm. because I feel yeah. like everybody needs to know. I once was blind, and now I see. It's like hitting the lottery. Mm -hmm. So I don't ever understand why people are not that excited yeah. about these things, you know. And you write about this in your book, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, when I preach, I tell people, I got a, I got a reason to preach this way. You know, I have a reason to shout. I've mm -hmm. got a reason to praise God mm -hmm. because he transferred me out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. He called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. And so, man, there's something to shout about. God ha. is good. And, uh, and man, he's, he's good all the time. Yeah. I think so it's good. so cool that, like you mentioned, uh, it started off of Facebook, right? Because you're young, right? And so we, yeah. we sometimes we have these tools, right, that can be used yeah. for darkness or they can be used for light, for light. you know? Yeah. And so just your excitement, like Pastor was talking about, the, the joy that you were filled with, you wanted to share and, and put that on what you knew, which was social media, right? Because sometimes yeah. we, we see social media and we kind of, which it can be a very, very bad thing, you know, if it's misused right but because of you know your age and because of just the tool that you use you picked it up and you just picked up your phone and you started just live streaming uh you know these testimonies or Good recording stuff. these testimonies you know that now it's become to where you know you're able to travel and, and share and minister and eventually you know start your this is your first book correct this is your first book yes wow it took me forever i just wrote my book <laughs> you know i'm 49 yeah. mm -hmm. i'm 49 man big shout out i'm gonna salute you i don't know yeah. that you know i'm just gonna give you that military salute man I, you know that's incredible dude that's beautiful yeah but that's what it's about though yeah and, i think it's what it's about you know as a body you know we think that social media or these different tools or every everyone um is equipped you know differently right so i think it's just super amazing that even as a young person on social media you can impact lives you can present the gospel you can present jesus and have that invitation to people mm. you know and and god will use that and god honors that and he multiplies it you know it says you have uh, yeah. over 200 million views on those <sighs> on those videos it's like Come all on. of those lives even now you know we talk on the radio and we're so grateful because you know we can go into the prisons whenever yeah. covid is closed and we can't go in there we can you know reach people on youtube and, and reach people through the airwaves and it's just like you know all of these different tools that god has placed in our lives that are being used to glorify him that are being used to spread his word and to yeah. touch and impact those lives of people like you're talking about atheists muslim all sorts of yeah, you yeah. Know, people who can relate to us and maybe that we would never be able to relate to even people who are in the church who didn't have an encounter right because that's your yeah, story yeah, yeah. like so you even yeah. get to speak to the ones who are in the church who we would call either lukewarm or just really haven't had that encounter they just go Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I, feel, I feel like sometimes they use church as like a drug. You know, it's kind of like, 
you, you know, you use you having a problem, you get high so that you can kind of numb the pain. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, boom, that presence of God there kind of numbs it. And rather than going and applying what they've learned, they forget what they look like in the mirror, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so, hey, yeah, you know what so we're going to do? I want to ask you a question about learning the spiritual art of self-examination. Like, how do you, you know, it says a spiritual art. I yeah. love the beauty of the way, the vocabulary you chose of self-examination about self-examining yourself, mm -hmm. right? That's what you're talking about? Mm -hmm. And so, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go to a commercial and we read right back as Matt, Evangelist Matt Cruz teaches us how do we check yourself? How do we, we self-examine? We'll be right back. Go get your copy of Juan Martinez's newly released book, Beyond the Yellow Brick Road. This book gives you the courage to face the storms of life with a new heart and mind as you journey through the pages. Juan Martinez ties in Holy Spirit truths with honest insights about his struggles from New York's street life to hard time in the Texas prison system to a radical transformation that saved his life and launched an impassioned ministry that's leading the loss to meaningful relationships with Christ. The amazing thing about your purchase of this book is not only do you get set free, but at the same time, someone who is incarcerated or in a program will also receive a book at no cost to them so they too can experience being set free. You can help us reach our goal to cover 106 Texas prisons by purchasing a copy at JuanMartinez.tv on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. Thank you for being the hero of this story. Come experience the love that will change your life every Sunday at Get Rab Church. You can hit us up at two locations. 23221 Aldine Westfield Road in Spring, Texas, 77373. Our service times are 10 a.m. and 1145 a.m. Or you can hit us up on the south side at 2535 Galveston Road in Houston, Texas, 77017 at 5 p.m. Not in Houston? Not a problem. You can watch from anywhere in the world by downloading our free GetRap TV app. We want to thank all our partners who support us. Because of you, This Is Real has a tremendous reach all the way from Houston to Galveston, up into the Dallas, Fort Worth, and Austin area. This show airs in over 50 state prisons and jails with over 130,000 inmates tuning in weekly hearing the good news. Help us stay on air by becoming a monthly partner. Visit JuanMartinez.tv or download the free GetRap TV app. Hey everybody, we are back, and I just got big. I'm big cheesing, man. I'm big cheesing. When there's somebody that you know uh, is just dripping, and I'm not talking like clothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking anointed. I'm talking fire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm talking, you know, this yeah. this joy of the Lord. You know, like when you, I mean, how could you not? You know, it's almost like, oh, another brother who's on fire. Yeah, good thing. it's like a younger you a little bit because you're like, yes, evangelism. Yes, mm -hmm. that is me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We're talking to Matt Cruz, evangelist Matt Cruz, all the way out of Chicago, man, who's doing incredible things uh, with his new book. Um, God's invitation God's to you invitation from passive to you. Christian to active Christian. Yeah, well, he's inviting you. And in mm -hmm. this book, man, I feel like you're going to be reading it and there's going to come this arm that's going to be like, come. Yeah. And so uh, we left off with the spiritual art of self-examination. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, I think that um, I, I would start off with this question. You know, yeah. how much of us does the Holy Spirit possess and control, you know, See, mm. we're in Christ for salvation, but Christ is in us for other people. You know, so I think mm. when a Christian's life 
isn't supernatural it's superficial uh i think that if we're so living good. for ourselves man you know that's a problem we were created for god to manifest himself through us i'm using that you know how are we going to walk in the power of the spirit how, how are we going to lead our families and you know make wise decisions overcome evil and walk in god's will without his spirit you know we won't and we can't i think this is why many christians are mm. you know fearful angry they're bitter they're unproductive because they aren't walking in the power of the spirit you know there's many people that they invite god in their life enough to comfort them but not enough to cause some change wow. you know and i think that's the that's ambition good. that god had for every human being every person one made in his image is to be absolutely filled to be saturated to be mm. overflowing with this permanent river this ongoing spring of life yeah. called the holy spirit of god so i think it's it's all about being possessed and filled with god himself that's so that good. he has his way in us and everywhere we go it's like the river of god just flows out of us yeah and, I, uh, I love that it's the holy ghost i love that you know i love the fact that you know i learned this you know in a in a time and i'm, I'm give you the short version but in a time where i was like man god you know i was you know it was first three years of me being married and learning how to be uh, a husband as a christian you know and um you know i was wanted to pray so that god could change my wife right like go fix her you know and uh what winds up happening is that during that time he was like i've done everything already i, I already it's finished i've done everything I, i'm good i give you the word of god and through you um you whatever you want to see in your wife um you through you the seed's going to come through you and so it changed even the dynamic of how I usually think, because we mostly think like, hey, I'll just ask God and then he'll just go over there and do it. Mm -hmm. it. It made me a co-laborer with God. The amazing thing is the change I was looking for in my wife because of the rivers flowing through me. Uh, as I applied the word, it actually changed me, man. Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. it's interesting that we live in Christ and Christ in us. And that Christ in us, when we allow the river to flow through us, it's the application of the word that not only changes the other person, but also changes you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think that's that's so powerful. I wanted to ask you another question here. I see that you have uh, keys uh, to overcome apathy and doubt. And maybe if you could give us a little bit of, you know, because the people that doubt, uh, they're tossed to and fro and never expect to receive anything from God. So what is the key that you have uh, that God has given you that you would like to share with the rest of the planet uh, on how mm -hmm. to overcome doubt? Yeah, I think it's spending time with Jesus mm -hmm. and being in his word, cultivating the garden of our heart. You know, mm -hmm. I think that people are like, man, what's the secret to praying? Well, the secret to praying is praying in secret. When you get alone with God, you allow him mm -hmm. to mold you and shape you into who he's called you to be. Yeah. You know, I think that nine times out of 10, falling away begins with the neglect of private prayer. Those wow. who are full of doubt, full of uh, fear, you know, they're, they're living a defeated lifestyle. That's their sign. And that's a red flag that they're spending less time with God and more time with the world. Mm -hmm. That's the sign that they are you know, satisfying their flesh instead of crucifying their flesh. Yeah. So I think the revelation and finding the keys is in his presence and knowing that God is closer than our skin, and, mm. but we are often unaware of his presence. Mm -hmm. so you know, we, don't, we don't sense God is there. It's not because he's absent, but it's because we have not developed a deep awareness of his presence. And every day of our lives, we experience so uh, awareness. When we wake up in the morning, you know, we feel like we need to itch our arm or we hear an alarm clock or, a, you know, a dog <laughs> barking or, you know, the TV coming on. Uh, you know, we're literally aware of so many things every day. Our awareness changes from one thing to another all day long. And I've learned that awareness 
is not the belief about something. It is directly experiencing something, whether by sight, mm. sound, you know, touch, taste, yeah. or, or, or other things, you know, so but good. we need the awareness of God's presence. And it's in his presence that we would, you know, feel secure and have true peace. And we'll know, we'll be strong and rooted in our identity in so Christ. Good. So I think it's really being alone with God, making appointments with him and understanding that, man, he's the one that wants to breathe fresh life into us, fresh fire. And the closer we get to him, the further we get from feeling fearful, fearful or doubtful. That's really good. Where can they get your book? Uh, it's available on Amazon. If they type in God's invitation to you in the search bar, it'll pop up or they can get a signed copy on my merch site, which is tillallhaveheard.com. Ooh, I love that website. Till I, all I've heard. I love that you were, um, you know, talking about identity, right? Because, you know, maybe people are listening and they're like, man, that's awesome that that is where he is at. But yeah. uh, we keep it real. This is real, you know? So yeah. uh, we, we do a couple of segments and we want to jump into the next one. It's called oh, The I, Struggle I hear this. This Was Real, okay? Struggle so uh, we, you shared a little bit about your past and, and your upbringing and, and how that really shifted from being, you know, just timid and having that insecurity to now being radical and going out and speaking to you know millions and millions of people um but share with us something that you struggled with before right mm -hmm. because um we want to relate to people who are listening and we want to share with them that okay you know what i i've, I've struggled with that before too and then we want to give them really tools good. on how to overcome it right so everyone you know you hear everyone say the struggle is real right now you know struggle. i'm struggling yeah. this and this and yeah. that which we can relate to but we want to switch it up and say the struggle was real we're was. gonna we're gonna equip you to overcome it so uh, talk a little bit about that yeah, I think, man, I was so filled with anxiety, you know, speaking in front of people. Wow. I felt like I needed to fit in, you know, my whole group of friends. They were just not saved, not believers. And, uh, you know, you had to feel like you want to fit in. Yeah. And I had to realize that I wasn't born to fit in. I was born to stand out, you know, yeah. going to <clears throat> parties in high school. You know, people are drinking, smoking, all that stuff. And sometimes I'll be there and people look at me like, what are you doing here? You just don't look like you should be here. And I'm like, why the heck am I standing yeah, what's out? Wrong with me? And it's because of, you know, God and praying parents, you know, I'm a chosen generation. God has marked my life before the foundations of the world. It was just only a matter of time before mm. I would get it right. And he would just wreck me with his presence. But mm. I think it's, you know, so many people are full of anxiety. The same thing, you know, people are stuck in depression. They're stuck in a pit of, you know, lust and you know, they feel like they just can't get it right or they're yeah. in the same cycle of sin. And, and you know, that all comes with, and especially it's really people too that have grown up in the church. Yeah. You know, um, they just attend church. I had to realize that, man, I'm just a churchgoer. I'm not a disciple wow. of Jesus. There's mm -hmm. a difference. Mm -hmm. You know, churchgoers are believers who live like the world. Disciples are believers who live like Jesus. Yeah. You know, churchgoers are focused on their, their values, their interests, their worries their fears, their priorities and lifestyles, but disciples are focused on Jesus. So I was focused Hallelujah. on myself. I was focused on just going to church, but disciples are the church, you know? So there's a difference. Yes. Churchgoers are involved in the mission of Jesus, but disciples are committed to it. Yes. So I think I was just so full of myself. I'm gonna use that too. And uh, yeah, I needed breakthrough, man. And I needed God to come in and have his way in my heart. Wow. So That's, what did you do? What did you, or what advice you would it? you give, you know, yeah, somebody to overcome that? Cause clearly you don't struggle with it anymore. Yeah. I would say really the key is surrender. You've got to surrender your all mm. to Jesus. You have to invite him in and say, God, show me that you are who you say you are. And you've got to let go. You've got to let go of the things that have your attention more than God, that have preeminence over God in your life. Mm. And you need to turn from from those things and keep your gaze on jesus when you the moment you keep your gaze on him 
See, the people that are struggling and they need true peace, the Bible says that God gives perfect peace to those who keeps their eyes fixed on him. Yeah. So I think it's keeping your gaze on Jesus and finally letting go of all the things that you've been addicted to, the things that you've been struggling with, Love and it. just allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and break every chain. It's only by His power. Mm. It's only by His love. So I think He's inv inviting God in and saying, Lord, have your way. I can't do this on my own anymore. So really it's recognizing that He's God and you're not. That is so good. I love it. I love it. I hope you're listening. I hope, I hope everybody's <laughs> listening out there. Yeah. That's just so good. And it's, it, you know, the crazy is that the gospel is so simple. I mean, yeah. it, you know, we've overcomplicated it because I feel like everybody wants a, another revelation, another revelation. You know, everybody's like, oh, I need it. You know, and it's, the reality is that Jesus was really simple. Mm -hmm. He was yeah. like, this is what you have to do. Now follow, you know, we, we just want Jesus following us so that we tell Jesus what to do. Mm -hmm. But it's flipped. It's we're supposed to follow him yeah. and he tells us <laughs> what to do. You know, I feel like we've put Jesus, like we're walking in the front and we're mm -hmm. like, Jesus, I need you right here follow in this situation. Me, yeah. yeah, Follow mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. you know, and all that's doing is messing up your life, right? Yeah. He doesn't need help uh, with the, he has the solution, but we're creating a problem out of his solution, you know? All right, so we're going to yeah. go into a break in just a little bit, but we're going to kick off the next segment, which is You Think You Know Me, you think you right? Know. Because they, maybe they're listening or maybe they've followed you before, uh, Matt, and, and they're like, man, Matt, Matt, Matt's like this. You know, or I've yeah. heard Matt is, you know, yeah. I heard this about Matt. I heard that about Matt. Or maybe yeah. they just think that, like we were sharing before, that you're, you're just a super bold person. And we kind of touched on it a little bit before. But, you know, our next segment is You Think You Know Me. Yeah, and we're going to allow you, know you to me. talk about it, of, of maybe setting the record straight on some uh, misconceptions, right, that people oh, may so have good. of you. Because, I mean, am I right? Maybe there's some people that even kind of, they're like, yo, that's not who I am. So good. Yeah. Right, yeah, so there's people out there that, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, they'll assume so many things. And I like to tell people, if you've never had lunch with somebody one-on-one -on -one or you've talked to them, you yes. know, keep your mouth shut because yes. you, you know, you'll just go off of things that you've heard that are just not true. That's yeah. so uh, cool. Yeah, so we're going to yeah. hit a break and then you'll share with us. Let's uh, do it. Okay. Go get your copy of Juan Martinez's newly released book, Beyond the Yellow Brick Road. This book gives you the courage to face the storms of life with a new heart and mind as you journey through the pages. Juan Martinez ties in Holy Spirit truths with honest insights about his struggles from New York street life to hard time in the Texas prison system to a radical transformation that saved his life and launched an impassioned ministry that's leading the lost to meaningful relationships with Christ. The amazing thing about your purchase of this book is not only do you get set free, but at the same time, someone who is incarcerated or in a program will Will also receive a book at no cost to them so they too can experience being set free you can help us reach our goal to cover 106 texas prisons by purchasing a copy at juanmartinez.tv on amazon or anywhere books are sold thank you for being the hero of this story come experience the love that will change your life every sunday at get Rab church you can hit us up at two locations 23221 Aldine Westfield Road in Spring, Texas, 77373. Our service times are 10 a.m. and 1145 a.m. Or you can hit us up on the south side at 2535 Galveston Road in Houston, Texas, 77017 at 5 p.m. Not in Houston? Not a problem. You can watch from anywhere in the world by downloading our free GetRap TV app. 
We want to thank all our partners who support us. Because of you, This Is Real has a tremendous reach, all the way from Houston to Galveston, up into the Dallas, Fort Worth, and Austin area. This show airs in over 50 state prisons and jails with over 130,000 inmates tuning in weekly, hearing the good news. Help us stay on air by becoming a monthly partner. Visit JuanMartinez.tv or download the free GetRap TV app. We are back with This Is Real, man, and evangelist Matt Cruz just we're, lighting we're having, up the airwaves. Yeah, we're man. having a blast on the air right now. And yeah. before we went on the break, we are sharing a little bit about our next, our next segment, You Ooh, Think You Know one. Me, yeah, right? So, Matt, me. go ahead and hit us with what some uh, mis- misconceptions people have had about you before. And, and what yeah, have you encountered? And, yeah. and, Matt, you have to start it off with You Think You Know Me and then tell them what the truth is of any assumption. Hit us. Hit it. Oh man, there's so many. I mean, hey, you can hit I, us with a couple. people say the most weirdest things. <laughs> and I had some, I had some guy just comment on my stuff, and he was trying to tell me that you know I don't preach the gospel. I don't talk about hell. I don't talk about you know denying yourself. Talk about sin, all that stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the total opposite, you know, because I'm like, I, oh wait, I remember you got to say you think you know me. You th- yeah. You got to start off with you think you know me, you and, you know then me and then tell the truth. Tell us. So you think you know me, all right, <laughs> but you don't. Uh, Come on. People who know me personally know I'm super, you know, super humble. I have a genuine heart. Uh, you know, I love people from where they are. Nice. Uh, but, you know, people just make, they make false articles about you thinking you're a self-proclaimed evangelist and you're in it for the wrong reasons and all these things. But sure. uh, I think the truth is this. I, I went to Bible college. I'm an ordained minister. Wow. I have a covering. You know, my parents, my home church, same home church for going on 25 years of my wow. life wow. I'm, I'm submitted uh to you know my my covering spiritual cool. fathers and mothers in my cool. life and uh <laughs> i live i live a holy life all right I'm, Come on. I'm perfect, but i definitely preach the uncompromising gospel nice. um, i do preach about hell i do preach about sin and i'm not in it for you know money or fame or anything like that uh, i don't have impure motives Come on. Uh, I'm pure before the Lord, and I think promotion mm-hmm. comes from Him. So, come on, Amen. I think it's cool that you uh, touched on uh, the fact that you have a covering, right? Because so many times mm. we've seen, you know, evangelists. Solo. You know, I feel like they uh, give God a bad rap, you know, because if yeah. you're not submitted unto uh, a covering, if you're not submitted sure. to a church, then it's kind of like that. Who checks you? You know, that accountability of, sure. and so then sometimes people just flippantly run around saying, I'm an evangelist. I'm an oh, evangelist. Yeah. They're their and own they're Lord. Not planted. A, like they're their own Lord. Yeah. yeah. Like you're Lord over your own life. You have the older brother in the, in the, you know, the prodigal son, we always talk about the one in the mud, but the reality is that the, the other one was just as lost as a goose too. And there were, you know, he thought he had it all together. You know, he was <laughs> almost as a goose. Yeah, I like lost, that one. Lost as a goose. You know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the goose thing came from, but Hey, you know, yeah. poor goose, you know, <laughs> Oh, oh man! man. <laughs> People also think that I make up these stories. <laughs> they think I uh, I wow. lie about these testimonies, or you know, like a Muslim Uber driver converting to Christianity and like denouncing your faith. And I had a bunch of young Muslim you know guys on my post uh, oh, when my I God. when I shared about it, and they're all like, "You you made this whole thing up. You wow. wish this would have happened, but it didn't happen this way." Wow. And they're like, "Just tell the truth, you know." You, this never happened. There's no way that, that she would ever mm. convert to Christianity. So the wow. truth is, come on, you think did. you know me? And uh, I would never make up any of these stories. Uh, they're all Holy Spirit led. They're all divine appointments. They're all arranged it's by beautiful. the Holy Spirit. Come on. And 
they're definitely real. These miracles are real. People think I make up these miracles. They are definitely real. This is the power of God. And, uh, and he's the God of miracles. Amen. The Bible says that That's these beautiful. signs and wonders shall follow them that believe. So you That's think beautiful. you know me, but you don't. Yeah, <laughs> come nice. on. I like right. that. I like the way you hit that. <laughs> All right. So nice. even though we shared, you know, we're, we're so uh, just amazed and encouraged because of, of your age, you know, but we're going to hit you with the next one, which is Dear Younger Me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we like to uh, we like to use. Back to the future. Back Man, the I future. always forget and we nah. say it every week. The DeLorean. But the DeLorean, right? So you hop in the DeLorean and if you could go Come back on. to a younger version of yourself, paint us that picture. What age would you go back to? What did Matt look like at that age? What was he doing? You know, yeah, and if yeah. and if you pulled up in that DeLorean, you went back in back to uh uh the younger version of yourself, what would you tell him? Yeah, how, and how old would you be? I would go back to 17. Mm-hmm. 17 years old. I was like a senior in high school. Come on. And I would I would tell my younger self you know, have healthy boundaries, mm-hmm. guard mm-hmm. your heart, mm-hmm. and man, just go after Jesus with everything you've got. You know, he's the one who's going to sustain you and preserve you. Uh, so I would say, man, don't don't get caught up in that. You know, just keep yourself yeah. uh, and, and, and guard your heart and uh, keep certain people at an arm's distance and, and just focus on the Lord. Wow. Mm-hmm. 17, you were a heartbreaker. Were you in, <laughs> you, you were a heartbreaker? I, I guess you could say. Oh, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm, I, I wasn't sure because when you said guard your heart, so I'm like, maybe, you know, they were breaking yeah. yours. <laughs> maybe they were breaking his I heart. I think I was just, I was just a, you know, just a pure kid, but I think some, you know, the devil just brings people at you. You know, yeah. he mm-hmm. brings people in and different temptations. So I would say guard, guard your heart. Hey, let me, what would you say? I'm going to put, I'm going to put you in the DeLorean. All right. You know, you, the guy with the white hair just pulled up. He's like, what up? And so he's going to take you back to the time where uh, you were in church, you know, you know, doing all the God things, but you weren't fired up yet. What would you say to that, to that, Matt? Mm. I would say if you have not been with Jesus, if, I, if you have not spent time with him, you should not be spending time preaching to these people. Mm. Wow. I can't, until I'm with him, I can't say that I know him. So I would say, stop going to motions. Stop putting up a front. If you want the real thing, get along with God and start mm. nurturing your daily devotion with Christ. That's the only thing that matters. Wow. I love Preaching it. is an outflow of what you've already experienced, and you're mm-hmm. not experiencing anything, any intimacy with the Lord privately. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you host the presence of God in private, you'll carry His power in public. Hey, so you- I would say, man, develop that secret place life. That's good. You know, it's funny you say that because I'm constantly telling people, I go, look, that like, you know, not proud of it, but, you know, I've uh, operated a lot in the court system, you know, and so uh, (laughs) and uh, you know what? I've done almost 10 years of life in prison and uh, 23 years of drug addiction, alcoholism, just all of the above. Right. But move fast. I went after it. And uh, Mm. the the thing is that when you go to court, if like they have a, a. a witness on the stand and they asking him a question and let's say they were asking me the question but I wasn't really there mm-hmm. I, I would be uh, I would they would say I was not a credible witness if yeah. I said hey you know uh, Stephanie said Stephanie oh said. I heard because Stephanie said and they would say the the lawyer would jump up to objection your honor and they say what hearsay so that would not be credible witness and I feel like a lot of times we supposed to be this witness for Jesus Christ that wasn't there you know you didn't spend time it's basically what you're saying right like you didn't spend time Mm -hmm. but you're out there saying you're a witness Mm -hmm, you wouldn't be mm -hmm. credible in the courtroom so what makes Mm -hmm. you think you'd be credible in the courtroom of heaven amen you know 
Uh, and so I, I, I love that. I, I love the fact that you could go back and just be honest with who you were, too. That's beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and you, um, we see here that you co-founded the Rise Up movement, right? Because you're not only just going out and preaching, but mm. um, you're coming together with other people. Tell us a little bit. We have a few more minutes left. Rise uh, Up. About what that's, what, what that's like and what's your mission there. Yeah, so uh, long story short, before I had that encounter with the Lord in my basement, my pastor brought me into his office. Never been in his office all my life. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and there's post-it notes all over his desk. And he said, Matt, the Lord's been speaking to me about you for the past three days. I've been laying on this floor, and he's been telling me uh, that he's placed this evangelistic anointing in you, and he releases me to be your covering. Mm -hmm. And shortly after that, everything started blowing up in my life. And uh, wow. And so, yeah, yeah, it was it was it was crazy so i just started going and uh and preaching and god just had his way in my heart um but yeah that's what that's what happened and uh wow. i never looked back since you rose up is that why yeah, you called so that that's what that was the uh during that started. meeting he told me he said i want you to be over a ministry called rise up here you're gonna host a so basically it is a ministry at my home church where i raise up young evangelists i host a um, a yearly revival conference every nice. October. And basically it's a movement to where, especially, you know, posting the videos, it provokes believers to action. It, you've never truly found Jesus unless you tell others about him. Nice. You know, it's trying to get people to understand that the Great Commission is not a great suggestion, uh, mm. that we need to just move without so hesitation. Good. So that's what the Rise Up Movement is all about, getting believers to rise above um, just complacency and apathy and to go forward and preach the gospel everywhere. Display your relationship with God in public. That's so good. That's Amen. so, so good. Hey, let me, let, I want you to do something for me. Uh, you know, I want you to preach to us for a couple minutes. Yeah. You know, preach to the, the preach spot. to the people on the spot. We got you on the spot with the fresh word. Come on, mm -hmm. preach. You got about. We're not going to say nothing. We're just yeah. going to drop back and we're going to listen. We got, we got people listening that are we incarcerated. We got people incarcerated. listening who yep. may be commuting to work or yep. or whatever that is. And this is you know their first opportunity to hear this story, but then also be encouraged by a word that you know maybe God has placed on your heart. Yeah, you got about a four minute preaching. Go. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I would say, man, become a true disciple of Jesus. You know, you might be asking, what is what is a disciple, man? A disciple is someone who desperately seeks to be like Jesus, someone who's so committed to the cause of Christ that they would follow him through the gates of hell and back. You know, a disciple is somebody who finds their identity, their purpose, their meaning in Jesus. He's the center of their lives. Jesus is the gravitational pull that brings everything together. And when he's not center in your life, everything about life begins to shift out of orbit and so i would tell you man go fully in be fully committed not only is a disciple willing to die for jesus but they're dedicated to living every day of their life for him and to become a disciple means to become a lifelong learner of jesus a student of him uh you know we never stop growing in the grace and the knowledge of the lord uh we need to stop acting like we know it all you know mm. we need to stop uh becoming mm. know-it-alls we need to become learn it all saying god Amen. have your way i want to always be learning of your ways and i want to i want to walk like you i want to emulate you with my life and uh man today many people try to water down the message they try to say things like you know you don't have to give up sin you don't have to change you don't have to be transformed you don't have to die to yourself mm. you just need to believe but man i'm here to let you know that you need to do all these you need to deny yourself you need to you need to let go of the things that are holding you back you need to say god purge me make me white as snow change me from the inside out you know, the devil's not afraid of people going to church. He's afraid of people starting to look like Christ. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. man, become a disciple. Christianity isn't just a system of belief. 
It's a life transformed by Jesus, you know, and we need to we need to walk with him. We cannot claim to be followers of him and neglect his word. You know, walking with him and not reading his word is like swimming without water. Mm. We have to allow the word of God to become the compass that we rely on for direction. So become a disciple of him, become a learner of Jesus, get in his word until the word gets in you. And man, live this lifestyle of just repentance, of experiencing a personal revival. Fall in love with him in such a way where you have a hatred for sin, a love for his word. You have such an awareness of who God is. You know, um, you know the Bible, uh, Jesus says, I want to find a scripture here. Uh, he yeah, says, yeah. anyone in Matthew 10, 37, anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Mm. Anyone who, who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. So Jesus is basically saying that we need to love him with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our strength. And, and he, he's basically saying that your love for him needs to be all consuming, so passionate, so intense that every other love seems like hate in comparison. Wow. So man, I want to just, I want to, I want to encourage you today, fall so deeply in love with the Lord that nothing else matters in life. Get to that place where he becomes everything to you. And out of that place, everything else will flow. Seek first the kingdom of God, Matthew 6, 33, and all his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. So you don't need to chase blessings. Chase Jesus and the blessings will chase you down. Mm. Man, get focused, uh, get committed. Man, I believe the best moments of your life haven't even happened yet. And uh, as, as the Word of God says, one of my favorite scriptures, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him. Amen. Altar call. All right. Here's your altar call. <laughs> Give him an altar call. Mm-hmm. Come on. Give him an altar call. Oh, man. I want to, for those who've never uh, received Christ into your heart, you've never uh, stepped into this glorious relationship with the Holy Spirit, or those who have, you used to walk with the Lord, and you just went astray. And, uh, and you want to come back home, it's what we call rededicating your life to the Lord. I want to just start off with this. There can be 1,000 steps between you and God, but His love is so personal that He'll take 999 of those steps and leave the last one for you. That last step is called repentance. So man, I just want to pray with you. Just repeat these words after me. I believe God speaks the language of heart. So the words that you're repeating, it, you're just embracing them with conviction and just letting God meet you where you are and have his way in your heart. So just say this with me, just say, Heavenly Father, mm-hmm. I, confess I confess that you are the only way, that Jesus Christ died for my sins and he rose again from the dead on the mm. third day. He rose with all power to pay my sin debt. So I confess with my mouth and I believe with my heart that Jesus is the Savior of the world. He is the Messiah. And from this day forward, I will follow him. I repent of all my sins and I receive his forgiveness. Holy Spirit, I say yes to you. Come and empower me in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, thank you so much, Matt. Uh, Cruz, you're incredible. I hope everybody goes, gets his book, uh, God's Invitation to You. This is your invitation to go get the book. And so we're so excited for everything that God is doing in your life. Hopefully we get to meet person to person one time soon. And so, uh, man, we thank you so much. Thank you for Thank having you. us, Matt. Make sure yeah. you guys go get the book, God's Invitation to You. It's available on Amazon. And um, also visit his merch, merchandise and ministry website. It's called Matt Cruz Ministries. Matt Cruz. Dot com. And what's your social media? 
uh, just at Matt Cruz 96 uh, on Instagram, Matt Cruz on Facebook or Matt Cruz on YouTube. All right. Fantastic. So thank you everyone for tuning in to This Is Real. Be sure to watch us on YouTube at This Is Real with Juan Martinez. And if you're looking for a home church, visit getwrap.tv for all of the information and write us at PO Box 671-626, Houston, Texas 77267. We want to thank all of our partners for making this show possible. And if you would like to support and become a partner, you can visit juanmartinez.tv. We're going to end the show with the heavy hitter of the week with the song Promise by Wes Harris. So take a listen. And as we always end, that's, that's a wrap. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I promise you. I know sunshine comes after rain. And I know you're working even though I feel pain. Cause you got me. Uh-huh. That's a promise. Yeah, you got me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Even through darkness. I battle my own thoughts. Mine's at war. Trying to hold on what I'm fighting for When I'm inside a storm, I play mind the course Inside the water, trying to find my shore Yeah, God hit my line and I told him I got it Told me stop stressing, just stay in my uh. He told me stop stressing, just stay in my pocket God played the plug, played my role like a socket You ever had a day where it's hard to pray? Mustered up strength, trying to guard your faith I need God today, and the same for the rest of them Even through the storm, I'ma still get rest from it 40 days, 40 nights, no attest coming I look fear into the eyes, get the best from it Rain on my window pane, I know it's good even through my pain. Yeah. I know sunshine comes after rain. And I know you're working even though I feel pain. Cause you got me. Uh-huh. It's a promise. You got me. Uh-huh. Even through darkness. Still got it. Hey. Still got joy on a dark day. Still got it. Hey. Life gets hard but I got faith. It got the Holy Ghost in it. Promises, Word, yes, and amen. Yeah, hey, rain on my window pane. I know it's good even through my pain. Talk to him. Sometimes I can't see it how you always make a way. No matter the season, Lord, your promises remain. Though I feel pain Cause you got me It's a problem